This is a HeadGum Original. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Finally, finally, there's this theme song that's as sexy as the show. Mm, that's right. Yeah. I've always wanted to do like this kind of like, I don't know, this like sexy talk show where it's like late night and things are getting sort of hot. Yes, definitely. Tuxedos yeah. and tattoos. <laughs> That's right. Lounge so singer vibe. Yeah, and everyone's shirts are sort of either open or off, and everyone's mm -hmm. jacked and smells like perfume. Dirty martinis. Yes, yes, yes. It's really cold in the studio, and everyone's sort of goose-bumped out and hearted mm -hmm. on. So everyone <laughs> has an erection hot and, and cold. a cold. <laughs> yes, yeah. And they have a cold and a yes. flu-like symptom on the but, day. But we've tested them all. So everyone is sick, but not with COVID. Right. That's cool. So that's, that's yeah. cool. Remember getting just classic sick? That was that old school. There used to be a sick that you could get. Yeah, that wasn't dangerous. Now it's just like, let's first make sure I don't have the disease and now that mm -hmm. i don't i could sort of veg out with my wedge out that's when that's, you sort of sit right. down but your ass is hanging off a stair that's made out of velvet because you're in the hot lounge and it's sexy because you can tell it is because of the music <laughs> so that's the show idea what do you think it's is it a new show or it's just a vibe that you want for this show <laughs> it's a vibe it's a show it's the it's it's basically this show but like sexy <laughs> <laughs> you could never be sexy there's no fucking world it doesn't matter how many martinis how many wow songs. one of your ideas to make it fucking hot was for everyone to have goosebumps <laughs> so yeah i don't think you have sexy instincts you wanted people to have a cold you wanted them to be ill. I wanted their nose to run. You don't know how to throw a party. You don't know the first fucking thing about it. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, this is a good step one. And I guess thanks to Jake Morrill, a 24-year-old currently living in Brooklyn. Nice. Uh, you can uh, plug his music on Spotify, which you can search Joy Captain. You'll be able to hear it. I love, love Brooklyn. Respect. Uh, for living in the goat city. Here's something funny. You guys played another theme of mine on episode 425, Coronavirus, which was the last episode before lockdown started. Wow. So at the beginning of lockdown, we played it. And at the end of lockdown, we played it. Let's fucking go. It's over, baby. We're having sexy shows. It's velvet. It's freezing. Everyone can't feel their toes. <laughs> yeah. But they're, yeah. Yeah. But I just they're hot. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I don't think you're ready to have the COVID is over party. Feels like it's, um, you know, low key, never going to end. So okay. <laughs> yeah, can't really bookend it with one of your swagged out, sexy velvet parties. I know I'm you just, love yeah. to throw a velvet party. But <laughs> Foam. We have yeah. to wait. 
It's yeah. foam and it's velvet in a way. Right. But yeah. you're gonna have to have FOMO because you're missing velvet. <laughs> That's good. Fear of missing out on foam. <laughs> yeah. I or have FOMO. F- <laughs> That's right. I have foam foam. Mm-hmm. Um all right, sweet. This is if I were you, I guess a normal podcast about advice. Uh, the only one on the internet hosted by us, I'm Amir. I'm liquid nice. Oh, you're back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> liquid nice never left. Because uh, it looks it looks like things are sort of tenuously hanging on by a thread over there. I see like two yeah. two foam pads that you're sort of creating a TP over your mic, hoping to God that it eliminates echo in your new studio mm-hmm. at home. Yeah. This is this is the this is actually the FOMO. Um, I think it's, I, I don't think it's going to work either. Cause I can kind of hear an echo even as I'm yeah. talking directly <laughs> into the phone. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's hard to simulate a full studio with just two mm-hmm. little planks of foam. Yeah. Well, I ordered, so I ordered, uh, three big 48 inch tall sound panels. Oh, wow. Wow. Kind of hang. Um, I'm a little sad cause you know. I basically have to ruin my office. I have to turn it into like a a Twitch gamer looking <laughs> setup studio. Yeah. You wanted like a nice classic 1920s hardwood desk and a typewriter. And right, instead yeah, you're going to no. have like eight ring lights and a sound foam and a sort of dome and a <laughs> yeah. Dell PC and a Hackintosh. Mm-hmm. And like five <laughs> weird little tripods holding my <laughs> mic, holding my light, holding a Joby. Mom, don't touch that. That's my USB dongle converter. Nine fucking dongles. <laughs> Three ser- pairs of headphones. Just crawling around under the desk looking for more outlets. So there's sparks. Things are short-circuiting. Yeah. You can design, design all day. I put beautiful molding in this room, but at the end of the day, I have to hammer it away and put up a fucking bass track. That's what I'm going to have to do. The life of a podcaster. You're sort of, yeah. it's the duality of you. It's like who you want to be and then who what your job is. Yeah, exactly. I want you to be like here a, with a typewriter and <laughs> yeah. work on the next American novel. Um, you want to be a cartographer. Instead, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I have to have a Cat 6 cable in here. <laughs> and make sure that the ring light is sort of facing you in case we want to twitch our Zoom meetings uh, mm-hmm. anytime soon. Yeah, there's like a place in this office where the desk makes sense, and then there's a place where it needs to be for me to get light for my Zoom <laughs> meetings, and that's kind of sad. I'm going to take a picture of us right now. Smile. All right, got it. That was good. Yeah. That was fun. I look forward to hearing what your audio sounds like. And again, if there's a slight echo, just... I guess we apologize. Like, what do you want me to say at this point? I'm living in a foam teepee. I'm doing everything I possibly can. Yeah. I wonder if the phone should be in front of you instead of on top. Does that change anything? I guess we can adjust that halftime and see what happens. Yeah, we'll have to. Uh, Okay. Questions from real people and trying to give them real answers as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, That's the liquid nice way. Yeah. Guyton ice would never. (laughs) Uh, here's one about a picky partner from a lady. So we'll call her Penelope Picker. Nice. Penelope Picker and her picky partner writes, uh, I've been listening since day one and have never written in before. I even came to the show in New Haven and you guys gave me a piggyback ride. Dope. That was the one we did with Allison. I'm a... Fuck. Yeah. I'm a 22-year-old female and have uh, been with my boyfriend for uh, five years. He's 24. What pisses me off the most about him is that he's the pickiest eater I've ever met. Most meals we order in, yet he refuses to try new cuisines. I've convinced him enough uh, to try new restaurants, but he reads the menu and makes us leave. Uh, Even if we order a pizza, he will only get sausage, if not plain. We don't even add peppers or onions. Is this a deal breaker? How annoyed would you guys be? Uh, I cannot express how frustrating it is, as I'm a huge food lover and will try slash very much enjoy pretty much anything. Thanks. Love, yeah. Penelope. All right, Penelope. I feel like, what, I don't know, I became a very adventurous eater, I think, around uh, when I was like 20, maybe a little younger than 24. So there's still hope, 
I feel like your palate does grow and change and expand. So hopefully he knows that it's, you know, something that bothers you and he's going to work on it. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like it does a little bit, but I'm kind of picky myself, not to such an extreme, but there's certain foods that I know I don't like and I don't get them. I wouldn't necessarily cancel off a full cuisine though. Like even the pickiest eaters I know, my friends that don't eat anything, it's like, we're all going to get sushi and Jesse's going to get chicken on rice. There is at least right. something for him. So yeah. he's never vetoed a full restaurant. He right. just doesn't try the, you know, raw fish think, and stuff like that. It feels like that's excessive. Like if you want to try to try a new restaurant, your boyfriend has to go and get like the blandest thing on the menu. Yeah. You can but, always eat. There'll be But then something. it's sad cuz you can't share. <laughs> right. But I think that's kind of the trade-off. It's like you love food. You can't make someone that is not a, a, an adventurous eater become that. All you can do is like uh, be be proudly independent on your own courses, uh, literally, because <laughs> um, like courses, like first course, second course, third course, et cetera, et cetera. Hold on, I can't breathe in the foam. Um, <laughs> I'm short of breath. Be lightheaded, scared, and hangry. I inhaled glue. Um, no, I, it, like I think that it's you. Just have to be like I'm going to enjoy my food. You get rice, or you eat before we go out. Um, but I, <laughs> I want rice. rice. I mean, there is a quiet shame in just being like, "Do you have? Can I get this without sauce? And do you just have plain rice? Like he has to ask for that stuff. You don't have yeah. to do it." Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like it's i don't know yeah you just gotta just keep on doing you what did and, you used to be picky about that you now added to your repertoire um i mean what, when i was a kid i wouldn't eat anything i never i never tried peanut butter until i was like 20 um <laughs> that's peanut butter is like i usually it's like my kid will only eat peanut butter yeah. you didn't even have that and I fucking love peanut butter. I didn't have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich till I was 21 years old. Um, wow. And I had never had uh, pasta. I, what? I had plain I had plain pasta. <laughs> I didn't like uh, tomato sauce. I could have it on pizza if there wasn't a lot. And it was mostly <laughs> cheese and bread. Uh, but I never had like uh, tomato sauce and pasta. It was always like butter. <laughs> and now I fucking, I love pasta. I love tomato sauce. So, Do you remember what changed? Like, what got you into it? Um, I think it was just, like, my parents never, ever made me eat anything. And when I had, like, friends and I started, like, going out to meals and, um, you know, <laughs> being around society, <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess I have to try this food. Yeah. And I, I never, they never made me try anything. For instance, I liked... <laughs> I liked burgers, but I didn't like meatballs, which doesn't make any sense. Because <laughs> that's but, just the shape difference. Yeah. And I didn't like meatloaf. And nobody right. was like, you have to try it. You'll like it. And I was just like, okay, yeah, you don't want meatballs. That's fine. You Turns like out a... I, I fucking love meatballs because they're like <laughs> tiny little hamburgers. You were like a fucking caveman eating out at a restaurant the first time. You're like, actually, my mommy just says I can have um, <laughs> crust without sauce. And everyone around you is like, what are you doing? What are you ordering? I don't actually eat tomatoes or <laughs> yeah. peanut butter. You, uh, you have fucking... to do that now. Uh, really? Yeah. I, I went mom? To like my Hold on, once. I have to call my mom. She never made me eat any of this shit. What is this? Uh, it's I went tomato to sauce and spaghetti. <laughs> I went to a dinner at my aunt's house, and she was making Mexican. And uh, she, she basically she made tacos, and all I would eat was cucumbers cut up into a hard shell taco. And I loved it. And that was my dinner. And you were, what, 20 years old? <laughs> yeah, that was last winter cucumbers in a taco you think like the kid and you would eat the meat or chicken plain with rice not a cucumber taco no i also used to i would this actually translated into a jake and amir a little bit i used to like chicken nuggets from mcdonald's but i didn't like the middle so i would just eat around the edges and if the piece was too chickeny i didn't want it basically just like the fucking skin which is something that we made your character do <laughs> you used to eat chicken nuggets like fucking corn on the cob yeah just and when you got yeah <laughs> because you like fried 
chicken skin, but you didn't like the chicken part of it. Yeah, it was almost like I, it was like pizza. I didn't like the crust, but I, it was like the middle was the crust of the chicken. It's kind of an incredible you survived, really. Yeah. But I and I've changed, and now I love. There's like not really a food out there that I don't like. I'm not crazy about eggplant, but <laughs> I remember you having soup for the first time with my parents. That's right. Yeah, my I mom made soup. soup, and she's like, "Do you like the soup?" And you're like. I've never really had soup. And like, that's when we knew each other. So you were like 26. Yeah, <laughs> She's like, yeah. what are you talking about? You're like, yeah, I just, I don't think I've ever had soup. <laughs> I had never had soup. <laughs> Which is crazy because you grew up on the East Coast. You should have yeah. had soup more than anybody. It's true. And we had a big family and soup's kind of a big, easy thing to make, but we never did that. Did your parents, um, I mean, did your other siblings um, also have weird dietary restrictions or was it just a you thing? It was really just a me thing. Everyone else ate whatever was on the table, and I would always get a special meal because I'm my mom's special boy. Like, everyone's going to have chicken and pasta, but Jake's going to have little <laughs> dinosaur chicken wings and macaroni and cheese. <laughs> I ate a lot of frozen food. All of my, it was like my mom would make dinner for everyone and then cook a sheet pan of frozen food for me. I can't believe that didn't piss your mom off <laughs> imagine like you as a uh, an actual parent like with like five kids and they're all eating and then you have this one fucking snot-nosed nine-year-old that was like i want dinosaur nuggets <laughs> throwing your wife's hard-earned food off the table yeah and i couldn't really uh, i have no idea why i got away with it truly no idea i used to have cookie i had cookies every single morning for breakfast I guess it's probably because you had five siblings, so they were just like, we can't fucking deal with right. like everybody's special accommodations, so we'll yeah. just throw a kid cuisine in the microwave to shut them up. Yeah, it was. That's what it was. It was like they. I think they gave up on trying to force it, and they were like, I guess it's easier to just give this asshole what he wants. <laughs> and that was sort of your life philosophy growing up entirely, yeah. not just foods related stuff. Right, so you could give in to your boyfriend's every whim uh, and hope that he just changes on his own like I did, or you can um, try to force it. Um, I will you, say... I mean, you, it's weird. You can look at fucking restaurant menus before you go to the restaurant. It's crazy yeah. that he'd be there, look at the menu, and be like, we have to get up. Yeah, maybe he is vetoing before they get there. Okay, yeah, hope so. Uh, I will say my um, I used to be anti-fish. As, as our most picky eaters, the fishy mm -hmm. smell sort of turned me off as a youth. Yeah. And what got me into fish, which I recommend for people who are trying to get into fish, is like uh, like fish and chips, like fried fish. It's almost like as close as you can get to fried chicken without it being chicken. Mm -hmm. And like once you're in fried fish, you can start like eating grilled white fish. And then you're trying salmon. And then you're trying sushi. And it's like baby steps into that mm -hmm. world. Yeah. And you can also, that's, I think that's good advice too, because you can find kind of like one adventurous cuisine that your boyfriend can tolerate and go all in on that. You know, if he's like, oh, I can eat something at this Vietnamese place. It's like, okay, great. Then I can go there and try everything on the menu. We can go there multiple times and I can keep on uh, trying different things. Yeah. So that's, that's one way. And also just fucking uh, reach out to your friends who are adventurous eaters, start going out to dinner with them. And maybe your boyfriend will get FOMO and start coming with. Or FOMO, the fear of missing out on noodles. I right. guess that's FOMON. Mm -hmm. Maybe he'll get FOMON or something. It's I FOMON. Don't know. FOMO. <laughs> yeah. And then when you go to a Vietnamese restaurant, you can get FAMON. <laughs> oh, that's what I thought you were trying to do. What was the first one? <laughs> Forget it. It doesn't matter. It's uh, fear of missing out on noodles. FOMON. That's a turdy man. Oh my god! What? You you had this earlier. You said like of course and the many courses. That was, that's when like, I won the golden mic for this episode. How so is it any different? Because it's fucking about dinner. Yeah, well, I said Fomont, fear of missing out on noodles. That's a comparable joke. And Not then really. I turned it into the pho, like an extra. No, I got thing. it. I said pho. I said pho. I said pho. Pho no. Fomo. I said fomo. And the you. That's the better one. Phonon? What is we talking about? No, I didn't say non. Now you're like mis you're missing out on non. No, I get it. 
Of course you don't get it. It's not what I said. Although Fanon is pretty good, actually, if you're missing out on non. <laughs> yeah, that's a golden mic for me for coming up with Fanon. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Try to readjust the foam in Jake's home studio office, and we'll be back mm. with more questions on the other side of these. You. Yeah. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a lesson if I yeah yeah i do um i recently purchased a bathrobe Mm. now you were talking about um not too long ago adding things to your shopping cart waiting a week before deciding to pull the trigger to see if you truly wanted them Mm -hmm. and did i mention that a bathrobe was sitting there in in that email yeah, and then you were like, I think I'm going to get it. So you did get the bathrobe. I bought it for myself for my birthday. That's another piece of unsolicited advice I have. If you want something, don't get it right away. Wait till a special occasion. It makes you feel nice. I bought it for myself for my birthday, and it was cool. I got a birthday <laughs> present. My only gift. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's, it's fucking... Uh, it's it's great. I you know like whenever I'm staying in a hotel, I love when there's a bathrobe. I get excited. I'm like, I can't wait to take a shower and I'm going to change into the bathrobe and it's just a very luxurious relaxing thing to do. And I so don't is have it one made out of is it made out of a towel? Like do you use it instead of a towel or do you use a towel to dry and then put on the robe? I do uh it's it's a lot less of a um thorough dry. I'll like do a pat dry kind of like a general towel situation um and then throw the robe on you can be a little damp under the robe and then you dry over time and it's like a towel material yeah it's terry cloth it's got a cool little um pattern on it's green and black it's that's kind of hot that's nice is it like a general towels chicken (laughs) i'm trying to like i'm like trying to really fucking recommend (sighs) something here like quality of life style shit like i'm trying to I'm trying to help people out there who want to like live. I'm about to learn more lives. about it. I just thought it was. And you're fun. like <laughs> undercutting everything I say with these cheap really? jokes. These cheap, cheap jokes. <laughs> we were talking about like the Asian food earlier, so I thought it would be a fun callback, like general, like instead yeah. of. This is like my moment to talk about <laughs> advice. Like, the whole show is your moment to talk about advice. We've been doing this for eight years to talk about advice. advice. It's just tacky for you to fucking pile on here with like your, your I don't know, 
your peanut gallery antics, this fucking small comedy. Um, it made, it soured the recommendation. I feel like people aren't going to buy a bathrobe anymore. <laughs> sure they sucks. will. They will if it. <laughs> uh, all right. When do you, <laughs> when do you decide, how long do you wear, does a robe have a shelf life? What can you live? Don't, don't pant. Like you're, it's too little too late. You're trying to ask a question, but you don't even give a shit. You just, all you care about is making your fucking silly little quips to try to cut me down. <laughs> Not cut you down. I thought you could join it. <laughs> so yeah, like when do you switch out of your robe, I guess? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> so you do like it. <laughs> I like, I like the late, I like the, the late afternoon showers. You know, when I say I go climbing after work, um, come home. The the dream is I place an order for some food. I take a shower. The food arrives post shower. I'm in a robe, um, <laughs> and yeah, then I get to kind of just relax in front of the TV and uh, enjoy my dinner in my robe. <laughs> oh, you're eating you're eating a full meal in the robe. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, that's really indulgent. I've only done that, I think, uh, two or three times, but when, when I do, it feels great. You go to sleep in the robe? No, no, no. It's too thick. (laughs) It's way too thick for that. White robe? No, I've already discussed the color of the robe. I said it was green and black. I said it was patterned. Why don't you pay attention when I'm talking about important (laughs) shit? Well, most like hotel robes are white. Yeah, but I said what it was. (laughs) All right, sorry. Clearly, don't I think give a shit. I was thinking about the uh, General Tal's chicken. What would that sound? What would that taste like? <laughs> that's a funny <laughs> General Tal's. Yeah, because like, that's I what I said food. earlier. <laughs> yeah, that's really exactly. Good. I miss that. Thank you. Yeah, I, miss that. I must have missed that. <laughs> oh, thanks. So, uh, all right. Do you have a recommendation for where to get a robe, or no, no plugs specifically yet? Um, I got mine from this company called OAS, um, and their robes are very stylish, cool looking, but I'm sure you can get a good robe anywhere. Uh, All right, cool. Um, Maybe we should get a robe sponsor. That's, I mean, we should get these guys because I fucking love my robe. So, yeah. It's a very specific, like where you buy your clothes, they don't make robes too. It has to be a specialty robes place. The, I think this place does make clothes. Oh, really? Yeah, they've got they make bathing suits. They make like these cool terry cloth shirts. Here, let me. I'll pop it. I'll pop my robe into the chat. That's you can cool. you can get one like it, but don't get the exact same. Oh, this is a night. I might do the, this specific. Well, look at robe. their. Just go under yeah, green go, and black pattern. You didn't you see can that. Just look in there. Yes, I did. I what size twice. did you get? Small, medium, or LXL? I want. I got. I got. Um, I think I got. Because I feel like yeah. Because I feel like with these kind of things, you want it to be a little on the tight side. You don't want to be swimming in it if it's XL. This is. I got the robe. Actually, <laughs> did not. Not mine. I got five of Absolutely them for all of our mind. friends now we're the robe bros <laughs> this is fun and it's only well only 680 dollars i'm returning my robe i'm returning my robe <laughs> returning it nice <laughs> uh all right cool get a robe here's a here's another question from another lady and this lady's in canada okay I'm a 27-year-old woman working in the fast food in- industry. Let's call her Wendy. Nice. I, I, like rec- I recently got promoted as regional manager a few weeks ago to look over the hiring and termination, but most of all, most of all to oversee the health and food safety procedures. Here's my problem. I'm going through some files the other day and had to go to the washroom. My work has a co-ed bathroom. The toilet didn't flush after I did my business, so I opened the lid and found some porn in the water tank. Hmm? Yeah. Uh, I panicked and just put it out of the way so the toilet can flush. My question is, should I just leave it there and make the toilet flushable or take it and find the person who owns it? Or even better, post it to the career app we have, asking the person to come forward and get fired. Thanks for your guys' help. Love, uh, Wendy. I mean, 
it's possible that it's been there for a long time. So like, you know, you might not get anyone coming forward. Isn't it right. wet in there, that tank? How can a magazine survive generations in a toilet tank? I feel like it's got to be fresh. I get it's also just so weird. Like there's such easier ways to to find and have porn in the bathroom. Like bring your phone in there. Yeah. Um, it's probably just the oldest employee there, right? Like who right. else is going to hide a porno in the toilet like it's 1968? Yeah, that's true. You could probably look around your office and deduce who put the porno bag in there. Was it you, Ron? Ron's the 78-year-old yeah. pervert that works behind the counters. If there's someone named Ron, it was definitely him. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like the 16-year-old tween that doesn't even realize that porn comes in magazines. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I guess if it were me, I would let sleeping dogs lie. That's what they say, right? Yeah, which means let this guy continue to hide his porno into the toilet area and so that he can occasionally jerk it in the washroom on a break. Yeah, I mean, that's fucking nasty. It's not good to know that's happening, but also it's not like, I don't think that, I don't think that there's not really anything that you can do as a porn vigilante. All you can do is fix the toilet. That's the real, that's the real issue that you were having. Toilet doesn't flush. The problem has actually now been solved. There's Actually, a mystery, but it's not necessarily a problem. She recently got promoted as regional manager. So she is a manager here, and she does oversee the health and food safety procedures. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. mm. Is it illegal to jerk it in a bathroom? Um, it, yeah, it's a good question. It's, probably, right? Probably? <laughs> But you or are there a, to piss or is it like and a poop. social yeah it's like or is it a social code it's like you obviously like there's no way if you're gonna the, jerk it go to the bathroom we fucking wrote a company handbook do we have it in ours i think page four yeah is sort of not jerking it in the bathroom <laughs> yeah i see that because then you're only like one step away from doing it at a shared urinal mm -hmm. and then you don't want <laughs> you don't want to start dealing with that right we, obviously i mean we, we have co-ed bathrooms at our offices. We wouldn't want anybody doing that in there. What happens yeah. if you find a fucking porno mag in the HeadGum East toilet where so, only four people work? I guess then maybe that's a good question. Framing it like that makes me... I still doubt that I would fucking say anything, I would, but I would get rid of it. I would throw it away. Um, so I feel like whoever had that in there next time they went to use it they would be like i've been found out so i shouldn't continue yeah. jerking off and i would periodically check um or you could replace you know take that's the what i'm out, thinking you put a yeah. little you put a note in there that's right you say this was hot why don't you meet me here after work to relive your porno <laughs> fantasy because you want to be able to catch this person white-handed cool. you could so say, you say well, this was hot to see Oh, yeah, I see. I see. Meet me here after work, and then the person shows up thinking it's going to be some sort of circle jerk, <laughs> or at the very least a line jerk. That's when right. two people are sort of I know. cranking it I know. in the office bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> and so that turns that person on, and then it sort of leads them to there, and then you can fire them in a group setting. I actually don't hate that. What I was also thinking was you can just go whole hog on thinking you know who it is and write the note that is like no more porn in the bathroom ron and then like ron will stop and if it's yeah. not and if it wasn't ron then whoever it was will be like wow i almost got caught out i that's too close for comfort i'm not going to do that anymore thank god they think I, it's ron do you replace the magazine with a note or do you just write it with lipstick on the magazine i would Replace. I would keep the magazine, write the note over, like the pornographic image. So, like whoever it is, they open it up, and they are expecting to see the porn, but instead, it's the note. That's cool. It's like a centerfold, and it sort of just rolls out of the yeah, the mag. God. Remember the centerfolds? Did you ever have a Playboy when you were? A kid? <laughs> I didn't, but some of my friends 
dads had them and that was sort of exciting to find yeah but i could never by the time i was 18 to buy the the playboys we already had the internet so we had to like stumble upon them as a tween Mm -hmm. yeah my death threat is a centerfold (laughs) my death threat yeah, so you leave them sort of a pretty oh, nasty a note <laughs> in this, yeah, death threat into the as a not really a, not really a great move for the manager, you know. <laughs> that's true. Threat, that's true. Newly promoted first first order of business is threaten my employees with death for something we're not even sure. Death threat is the centerfold. That's right. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Come back and um, answer a few more questions on the other side of these massages. Huge. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's, uh, right. it's, a, it's They have 24-7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag-and-drop technology. You can code. You can design mm-hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique Mm -hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym fitness it's nah. a it's an anti-movement really no, it's a non-movement good. movement a, is anti-movement yeah. one anti-movement uh, seems i'll like have it should to be. check it out later actually let me look right now anti-movement.com is not available don't yeah. buy that one okay yeah, yeah. i wouldn't but so it's more fitness, of a fitness nah. <laughs> yeah it's more of a fitness yeah. nah thing yeah uh, squarespace ai also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website they can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm-hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% Ooh. off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we have returned. Um, yes. New foam placement, or you're sticking with the Act 2 foam placement of the foam boards behind your computer? I think the Act 2, but I'm, I'm not sure that it's better than the triangle. So we're right. going to have to find out. We'll only know after it's too late. We just have right. to sort of trust our gut. Yeah. It feels like there's something. It's. I need something above my head. That's really You need to hang that. a robe. Like, you need to just basically put the robe over everything. Oh, this is cool. You're wearing the foam thing like a hat now. I'm wearing it like a hat now. And I think this is kind of, this is really where it needs to be. Right. It's but obviously it's hard to head. balance it. Yeah. Yeah. Because where is the other side balancing if you're, Okay. You're holding like a hat. I'll take a picture of this one. Mm. So we see. Yeah. All right. Picture taken. <laughs> so people will see what sort of sacrifice you made to record this yeah. one. Because now the foam is balanced on my on my computer and the top of my head. It's creating kind of a bridge. <laughs> That's really good, actually. This might be the yeah. best one yet. This is. I think it's probably going to be the one that sounds the best, which is, you know, this is tough to recreate um yeah it's hard to fucking balance (laughs) yeah and it's hard on your neck i'm sure because it's a little extra weight while you talk a little bit yeah but (laughs) it's the other just like unrelated to all of this i'm on like a a chair that's breaking yeah so it's all 
it's all so <laughs> tenuous. Mm -hmm. Plastic desk, breaking chair, phone balanced on my head. <laughs> yeah, it's like this is when we should be leveling up. And it yeah. seems like you got fired or something and we're trying to mm -hmm. like make things happen on our own in like this new studio apartment that you rented yeah. in Queens or something. It's all back to the towel fort days. That's what it feels like. Yeah. If anything, the towel fort was ahead of where you are now in that room. That's true. Yeah. Which That's which was true. 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Getting worse. But we digress. <laughs> of course. Yes. That was also sort of a... A double oh, entendre. I get it's like that. basically like we're digressing from the conversation, but also like we're digressing in the grand scheme. That's of things. really good. That's really good. Um, almost golden mic worthy. If you hadn't, damn, so close. What happened? Why did I? Why did I not get one? You got the because you didn't get the it. The turdy for phonon or whatever. Phono, phonon. <laughs> Fear of missing out on noodles. Yeah, and you got the golden mic earlier for a joke you can't even fucking remember. <laughs> Yes, I can. It was courses. <laughs> as, as the foam starts to slide down your head. <laughs> I guess you deserve the golden mic, right? I need fucking, it, man. Yeah. I need it. <laughs> That's all you have at this point. I need this. I really do. Uh, we got another Canadian. This might be an all-Canadian episode. Whoa. That's cool. Uh, this is a 20-year-old Canadian male. A 20-year-old Canadian male exciting um oh we've i feel like we've called somebody wayne gretzky a lot because he's the first canadian i know drake yeah ex canadian yeah um the guy from some 41 uh derek that's good derek from some 41 writes uh there's this super cute girl that comes into work pretty regularly because i work at a coffee shop and it's not been super busy so whenever she comes in we get to flirting and last week i asked her out for drinks i ended up having to postpone our date because i had a bunch of schoolwork. To which she replied, uh, I might regret asking you, but how old are you? In the heat of the moment, I figured I'd round up a few months and I told her I was 21. We ended up grabbing a few drinks a couple days later and it turns out that she's 24. Uh, hmm. It's become a bit of a joke between us that I pretend I don't know any bands formed in the 90s and I figured she has no idea how the internet works. We've been out a few times <laughs> since, uh, since then and while I had my fair share of opportunities to tell her I'm not actually 21 yet... I've kept it quiet. She keeps mentioning it, mostly in jest, about how she feels like she's creeping on a 21-year-old, and I can sense that she's a little insecure about it. Oh, Have boy. I screwed myself? How do I tell her now? Do I need to forge a new birth certificate? I can't help but feel that coming clean might make, be, uh, make me look super immature and that a four-year age difference might be too much for her, but is waiting to tell her the truth even worse. It would be difficult to celebrate my 21st birthday soon and have her find out that I lied from the beginning. Much love. Yeah. Derek from Sum 41. Mm, okay. Um, I, it seems like earlier is better, right? Like as soon as possible. Um, or, or do you wait until you're actually 21? So she's like, okay, well, at least now you're 21. I guess that's big, fine. Yeah, that's kind of how, how soon will you be 21? It seems like it's a couple months away. Took another so the, photo of you. Why? Because, like, the foam is now starting to sort of encroach into the frame, and it just, it's much more aesthetically interesting. <laughs> yeah. It looks like it's weighing you down, and it's starting to sort of, like, suffer. <laughs> yeah, you're, <laughs> you're, you're getting pushed under the weight of the foam. <laughs> I wonder if my, I'm going to just kind of arrange my hair and beard also to be a little That's more good. A little sound. Yeah, it's yeah. good. <laughs> Talking into the sides of my hair. That's good. That's nice. Um, yeah, do you tell her now or do you tell her after you turn 21? Then she's like, all right, you lied to me, but now you are ac actually 21. Mm. Yeah, I guess it's interesting because like when you tell someone earlier, your relationship isn't that solid and it's easier for her to call it off. Yeah. But also it is a lie and you could also it could be more detrimental in the future. It'll feel bigger the longer it goes on. Right. But he can't keep it alive forever because sooner or later they're going to celebrate a birthday. Yeah. But, and then she'll be like, Oh, well, finally you're 22. And then it'll, then he's going to have to say, actually, um, <laughs> now I'm 21. There's no, he could pretend like he didn't know. Oh my God. Wait a minute. 
96, 97. Yeah. You've got to be shitting me. I can't believe it. I guess I repeated the second grade or some weird shit like that. My parents lied to me. I mean, I feel like the difference between 20 and 24 is not that huge. I, like, I'm three years older than Jill. It's Well, the know. older you get, the less of a big deal it is. So, like, right. 20 to 24 is, is bigger than, like, 30 and 34. Right. But in Canada, you like, I feel like the big thing is really, like, you want to be able to get a drink with somebody. Like, you isn't the drinking age 18 in Canada? I think it's 19. Either oh. way. Right. So, either way, you're good. Yeah. Um, so it's not as big of a deal as it is in, uh, America. So do you say it right away? What would you do? I think I would, hmm. It's really hard to come clean. I guess I would. (laughs) I'm trying to put myself in this situation for real. What would I do? Imagine you're not under a foam ceiling right now. I think I would I would do it because I would be more afraid of the of it being worse in the future, especially if you like her. If you actually like her, then I think you have to. And she like the difference between twenty to twenty one is not huge. It's she's already it's like the difference to her between twenty four to twenty one. It's only one more yeah. year. Yeah, and it's really just a few months. And you could also you yeah you don't have to be like I'm twenty. You can also just be like actually I turned twenty one. Um, <laughs> in a, in three months right well that's what i'm saying if you wait till your birthday you can be like you know how i told you i was 21 and she'll be like yeah and you could be like i am <laughs> and then she'll be like uh what and then yeah. you're like all right you i run the came risk of clean her not thinking that's funny <laughs> i think it's great <laughs> i am 21 now which is pretty good gotcha and you're like, I, I sort of always round up. So I'm turning 22 in six months. And then I'll be 22 from that six-month mark to the six-month mark afterwards. So that's what you would do. You would wait till your birthday. Yeah, wait till the birthday. That's right. But that's just me. I'm just obscene. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Now, this is like a Japanese, though, everybody. Do you think Eminem recorded that album in a room like this with a piece of foam on his head? No, of course not. Because it sounds pretty good. No, it does not. (laughs) There's no way he was sitting in a room, an echoey cavernous room with a foam on his head going, nah, 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 nah. (laughs) No way. Absolutely not. Just follow me. (laughs) Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so you're saying right away and I'm saying wait till you're 21 it, yeah and she can't break up with you on her your birthday at That's the so next opportune up. moment you just say hey, oh by the way I'm turning 21 That's cool. I'm turning 21 and Did I say should... was 21 I'm turning 21 <laughs> I'm gonna be 21 21 ish and if you misheard that I'm mad at you for not listening to me you often like just ignore the shit that I say. You sort of you don't turn it hear back. what you don't want to hear. That's yeah. your problem, and I and lie. Then, so yeah, and then if you're mad problem. at her, and then she's mad at you, you go, let's just call this whole thing off. It's my birthday. Let's squash the beef. I'm actually oh, 19. <laughs> you're calling the fight off. <laughs> yeah. You create a fight to and counteract her fight, and then you say, "Let's just squash let's, the beef. Yeah. Let's call it off." I don't. Uh, it. Yeah. Uh, okay, let us know. Follow-up pup on this one, too, please. Indeed, please. We and, need more follow-up pups, don't forget. And let's actually read it this time. For real. Um, okay, that's it. That's our time. Thank you for listening. Thanks for um, submitting your questions and theme songs. Uh, mm-hmm. The email address for all that jazz is show at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, and if you want more of us, there is more of us on our Patreon. Correct. Patreon.com slash ja. Yeah, things are sort of getting lit there because mm-hmm. we not only have these um, outtakes to the new Jake and Amir videos, but we still have over 180 Jake and Amir rewatch episodes. Jesus, we have that many episodes? Yes, we also have over 70 video podcasts that we recorded like two years ago. That's pretty solid. We also we have, have outtakes some... to the new Jake and Amir's. Yeah, and we have... Um, uh jake and amir jna amas we have about 35 of those i mean we've done a lot of stuff in the last three years here people god damn yeah check it out and every uh new subscriber actually goes uh towards supporting us making jake and amir videos again so that's helpful too 
Indeed, um, three online now and three more coming out. And then we got to just keep recording, keep, um, keep shooting more nonstop, baby. Uh, so thanks to everybody that's uh, supported us there. Thanks to everybody that's listening now. And we will be back, of course, next week. Of course. Oh, the outro. Uh, it's a satirical cover of Yesterday by the Beatles. Uh, if you could shout out our podcast, Lawn Boys, hosted by three good friends and this guy named Mudsiag. Mudsiag? Sigmund? Mudsiag? I wish I knew. Munsiag. Munsiag. Anyway, shout out to the Lawn Boys. Shout out to Yesterday by the Beatles. Enjoy this cover. We'll be back. Bye. Peace. Yesterday Oh my God, I seem so far away Now I get it from a podcast show Oh, I believe in these two guys and me I'm not half the chipmunk I used to be There's a Starbucks hanging over me Oh yesterday came suddenly Why she had to go I don't know I need advice I said something weird now I for a mere yesterday D&D was such an easy game to play Now Nyack needs a place to hide away Oh, I believe And you go Why she had to go You would know I need advice I said something weird Now I long for a mere yesterday I didn't know what to do In came the advice of these two Jews Oh, I believe And if I were was a HeadGum original.